gonna have bad days. I mean, the life of an entrepreneur is like, I think there's a meme about it. Oh yeah, I'm on top of the world. Oh my God, this is awful. Okay, it's getting better. No, it's totally horrible. And it's like this <laughs> extreme highs and extreme lows. And guess what? You and every other entrepreneur. It's just the way it goes, you know? And then if you add employees and you know, the people put food on their tables because of you, um, you know, you, I would say just expect it and then figure out how to like a hobby or something <laughs> go do some go for a walk because the sun sets and it rises again and you're doing it again tomorrow welcome to jefferson parish pulse powered by jedco a podcast designed to showcase the businesses organizations and individuals that make up the heartbeat of the jefferson parish economy i'm kelsey scram Happy Halloween, everyone. No tricks today, but we do have a special treat for you. On this Halloween day, we sat down with the queen of sugar, Jean O'Leary. Jean is the founder of Poof Cotton Candy, a startup food manufacturer based in Jefferson Parish. But if you're imagining the pink and blue county fair cotton candy of old, you're not thinking of Poof. This company is far from traditional. The business spins up fluffy, fabulous flavors of cotton candy dressed with sprinkles, spices, and everything nice. Jean won the 2019 Jedco Challenge, which came with a big check for $20,000 and some major changes for the growing company. On this episode, Jean and I talk about how she came up with the idea for Poof, tackling tough challenges, and how her life has changed since winning our pitch competition. So, Jean, thank you so Hi. much for being on the show. Ooh, thanks for having me. It's really good to see you. It's been a little while, um, and we have a lot to talk about. So I know. I know. I'm super excited. We're just going to dive right into these questions. So, let's talk a little bit about Poof Cotton Candy. Can you give us a brief overview of your company? Absolutely. Poof is a gourmet cotton candy company offering live action stations at large events and weddings, and we also package our sweet little treat. Um, so, you have... You kind of reinvented cotton candy. Um, how how did you come up with this idea? And for people listening, these cotton candy flavors are like out of this world, and they come with some you know different sprinkles and dressings. And I know Jean will talk about all of this, but um, tell me a little bit about how you um, came up with this idea. Uh, it was fueled by really an idea out of thin air and a need to just dress things up and be a little a little over the top. Um, cotton candy's just, it was boring. Um, not anymore. <laughs> I love that. And uh, you've told me a story um, where you, you had wanted to be in the food industry and um, you were looking for something. And it, it's a great story about how your mom kind of got yeah. you here, the idea kind of came out of thin air. Can you talk a little bit about she that? She did, Jeff, definitely. She's a huge uh, reason why I'm sitting here. So we, I was working multiple jobs and we were brainstorming one night. It was my first day off in a number of days. And my mom and I, uh, we were just talking and I said, you know, I've got to do something. And it just made sense mm-hmm. to lean into food and beverage, either either or and. And uh, my family, my mom's been making these pickles for years, and she had upside-down Cajun pickles years and years ago. And so food manufacturing and food production just made sense. And so I said, it's got to be something with food, um, nothing perishable, because I didn't have any money. And she kind of laughed at me and said, well, you're left with sugar. And I said, oh, my God, you're a genius, Mom. And 
cotton candy came to mind and we just went from there we thought well new we live in new orleans we're always in costume down here what's pink it's blue and i started to do some research and it was poof and that's why we named the company that because uh, it was an idea out of thin air and it just so happens that it's poofy I love it. Um, so, so how many years have you been in business? How, how long have you been doing this? We've been kicking for three and a half years. Wow. Well, let's see, eh, three and four months. So three years, four months. So a while. A while. I've been self-employed since the day after Valentine's Day of 2017. Congratulations. So, yeah, that's that's a, wonderful. Yeah, that's a good little feat there. Coming up on three years there. Yeah. So, oh, my excited. gosh. That is exciting. I love that part of entrepreneurship when you can say, you know, I am – I am in this right. all the way. Right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Uh, it was a, I jumped. And, you know, on top of that, it's not all pretty. There are some days where I'm like, man, it would just, you know, I could just go get a paycheck or, you know, let me just go bartend a couple shifts. And it's like, no way. You go out there, you hustle, you go pound the pavement, and you go find more business. Don't you dare go back to bartending. Not to say anything. I actually am bartending a gig at Ursuline, but that's because it's <laughs> Ursuline and those are my girls. Sure, so. sure. <laughs> but, you know, but that's for fun, not for necessity. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's it. You just keep pushing. I love that. I think that's that's such a good message to anyone who is trying to start a business. Right. Anyone, you know, you just have to keep putting that uh, right. keep feet to the pavement. You have 10 seconds of crying in the shower. Then you have to move <laughs> on. Oh, my gosh. Good advice. Good right. advice. Um, so let's talk a little. I feel like I can talk all. all right. we'll, we'll get into some of the challenges because I know you've had those as well. Yeah. But um and it's amazing that you're here and you're still doing so well, and I love that. Well, we'll definitely get to that part. You sell a lot of different flavors, mm-hmm. um, and you've tried a lot of different things. Talk a little bit about the flavors and where you got some of the inspiration for those. Okay. Uh, well, we started first and foremost with King Cake. We knew here in New Orleans that um, it, you know, that it was a. a a great idea. Uh, and I just started to experiment with different methods of flavoring. And we have our all of our own proprietary blends now and, you know, some little candy doctor. And uh, so from the king cake, we went and we knew we had to offer a fruity flavor. Um, so, of course, we have some standard stuff, but the toasted coconut is our best fruity flavor. Uh, tiger's blood is spun up quite often. That's um, like berries with coconut super good um and then popular things cookies and cream happens to be the most popular ice cream flavor nationally i think you know that toggles between first and second often often but uh so cookies and cream of course and then we kept it new orleans with bananas foster um and then some snowball flavors the spearmint is super good and it's the most vibrant beautiful green uh in color so you know we just we play around and then the market speaks I have been fortunate enough to try a lot of these flavors, and they're all so good. I I don't think I've had one flavor that it's I didn't impossible. like. No, they're so good. No, we won't. There won't be, and you know, an, an unfavorable flavor. I think what what I love so much about this too is like I I brought you know when you were going through the Jedco challenge, I would bring you would always bring so much, <laughs> so I would like take it to my friends and be like, you guys have to try this. And everybody was like, this is amazing. It's cotton candy. Like, oh, my God. It's just, I I, I love that. That it's cotton candy. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. Um, So you, I I remember um, you telling me this story back whenever you were going through the challenge that you came up with the idea and then you basically 
went out and got a contract yeah. immediately. So you started in the catering world with right. weddings. Right. And then and then what happened? Uh, so that night that my mom, the story with my mom um, and I, that day we drew up a logo and it was this wispy little fairy godmother looking logo. It was super cute. It's really morphed since then. But um, anyway, so the next day I went out on Metairie Road and Magazine Street and Metairie Road was kind of a miss. And then I said, let me just, you know, jump ship, go to uh, Magazine Street. And I stood outside of a bridal shop and kind of stalked moms and daughters. It was very (laughs) awkward. But you know what? Like I said, don't give up. Uh, And so I talked to a mom and daughter duo, and I told them what I was doing. And it was just concept at this point. And they put a retainer on a wedding. I took a $100 deposit, personal check from these people. And I went home, jumping up and down. Mom, oh my God. And so I went and bought my first cotton candy machine with that 100 bucks, And that was it. So you didn't even have the cotton candy when you were getting people to... No, that's, yes, that's the truth. That is amazing. I love that you yeah. were just able to convince somebody that I'm you a risk taker. If there's one thing I do, I will jump for sure. It's amazing. Yeah, so it was good. really cool. It was really cool. And the mom and daughter were super happy. They were my first booking, but not my first event. And um, okay. I then started popping up on Magazine Street, anywhere that would let me plug in with electricity because I didn't have a generator or anything. I didn't want the noise of a generator. Um, and so anywhere that would let me plug in, I paid stores 50 bucks to let me plug in for the day. And that was it. Royal Street Roll, stro- uh, Royal Street Stroll came shortly after um, all of this. And, you know, that first book, that first deposit. And it was really, that's it. It was so cool. And then you started selling in stores as well. Um, and I know there's a season with cotton candy. Right. Um, and I just love how you are able to, how you've managed to to do all of this is you just go in and your cotton candy kind of speaks for itself. Can you talk a little bit about how you get people to put your cotton candy in stores? Right. So there is some strategy behind it in that I, um, I vet the stores. You know, I, uh, now I vet them before I just took my very first time picking up stores. Um, I packed 12 six packs of a sampler packs of cotton candy and I had like magic box toys on there uh, little miss muffin flirty girl I had a slew of stores um, on that list and I walked in those doors and just asked if I could speak to somebody um, luckily that day I pretty much got at close the person who was closest in charge you know the highest um, ranking and so it ended up, you know, maybe serendipitously that I ended up booking 10 solidifying orders for 10 of those 12 stores. Um, and I still do that to this day. I walk in with samples. I walk out with orders. Um, it's You just let do it. That's a hustle. Yeah. Um, you know, I have cotton candy. It's not like I'm selling dirty socks or something, you know, <laughs> or just white right. socks. Yeah. <laughs> they don't no, have to be dirty. I love but, that. So, you know, it's it's... It's an easy, it's, it's not an easy sell, but it's, it's an easy sell. And then, you know, maintenance is, is not as easy as the sell. Sure. Can you, can you talk about, so there, there is a season, um, with cotton candy, which I feel like, um, you, you learned 
I don't want to say necessarily the hard way, but oh, maybe the hard way. <laughs> the hard way. Just the hard way. Um, there's really no sugarcoating that, pun intended. Um, <laughs> Love it. So, right. So, um, right. So my first summer, um, I had 29 retail. My first season packaging, I had 29 stores. I was shipping from the panhandle, the eastern panhandle of Florida, all the way to, um, you know, west of Dallas. And... I uh, even uh, pineapple something in Hawaii I shipped to. So wow. store had stuff in Hawaii for mm-hmm. a while. It was super cool, super, you know, it, it all happened very quickly. And then summer came and mm-hmm. heat and humidity skyrocketed. And my stores woke up with no cotton. I mean, sugar in the tubs, deflated little bricks of cotton candy in the bottom of the tubs. Um, my stores out of town were opening their package and it was this sad, sad sight of, you know, collapsed cotton candy. It was really, it was tough. It was tough on, you know, cause by then you've built up this, this feel good, this almost ego, if you will. So, you know, not only did it all come, you know, it was, it was tough mentally and with the business. Um, so summer was rough, kept kicking, kept pushing, kept trying, switched up the packaging, went from tubs to these like kind of mylar bags to back to tubs to this, to that, tried everything, lots of research and development. I ended up pulling, you know, I just told my stores, I can't restock you right now. I haven't figured this out. I will not endorse a product that is, you know, below my standards. Which is incredibly admirable. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd lose money before I put out, before I put out bad looking product um so but you will notice so what I've come to terms with now this was my third summer in business and um and packaging well really yeah third summer second summer Mm. third third summer the first summer was a collapse yeah so third summer packaging in business and it's just a seasonal product and as far as catering goes and party favors that never stops that's year-round but getting my stuff on stores and having it sit there for two weeks, four weeks, six weeks, it's totally seasonal. Mm-hmm. And that was absolutely learned the hard way. There's no way around that. Um, and it, that's hard to accept, too, as a small business owner, that majority of your business is um, is non-existent in the summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, you you figure it out. I mean, that's that's all. So this summer was good. This summer was good. It was expected. I didn't avoid it. And I just faced it head on. Which is great. And we're going to talk a little bit about some of the things that you have been working on over this summer a little later on in the show. Because I know there's a lot coming down the pipeline that you're very excited about. And we are excited about it, too. Um, So there are some... um, some flavors in stores now, correct? Yes. Where can people find find cotton candy? Um, right now, you can go to to name a few. There's Mr. Apple and Evans um, Creole Candy Factory. Both are on Decatur. There's Bird's Nest, which is the little cafe outside of St. Pius, um, where Marley and Marcus go. And let's see who else is on that list. Oh, Little Peanuts in Lakeview. It's a cute little toy store. A uh, Little Miss Muffin will carry again soon. Um, there's a bunch popping up soon. Now that we're hitting back in the season, um, Buff Beauty Bar. So, you know, as I sit here, they'll just keep popping in my head. Sure. But there's a lot coming up now that we're back. October 1st has come. The cool front is here. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, that we call it a cool front. Yeah, it's, it's just a pipe dream. Yeah. <laughs> 
So um, those are just to name a few there. And then, of course, you can pop over to poofcottonkinney.com, and I'm about to launch a whole list um, so that you can oh, just great. pop in somewhere. Perfect. Some. Yeah. Um, how, do the, how do the stores – I feel like now you have figured out how to tell the stores this is yeah. seasonal. How, did, how, how do they react to that typically? Has it been pretty good? They're good now. They're fine now. Um, they were always fine. Um, they were always fine. But, you know, I also – credit accounts i've reimbursed people in those times i never i've never made a store pick up a unit of cotton candy that's collapsed or you know uh that any kind of tampering um so there's you know so it's all been you know good will and um they're good now but i'll tell you mr apple he still he, he buys pink and blue cotton candy from somewhere else over the summer and mm. puts it on the shelf but I, but it's half of it is it's collapsed. It's mm-hmm. lost seventy percent of its volume, yeah. and it looks like my cotton candy yeah. looks in the tub because it's right. just the nature of the product. Well, and that's something. One of the things that I have really enjoyed seeing is you had told us that you had this challenge, and now a lot of the Jedco staff, when they're out and about and they see cotton candy yes. in the summertime, they'll snap pictures <laughs> yes. of it and send it to me and say, "Look, it's not just poof; it's all cotton it's candy." All cotton. You know, that's so great. I used to be so embarrassed by this um i would hide from it um mm. avoid you know we people tend to do that when they don't know what to do in a situation so uh, but not anymore i'm loud and proud about you it i'm okay it. with it in fact um i get pictures all of the time too from my friends chin up jean it's not just you mm-hmm. or uh you know same kind of stuff and you know what's even cooler than that is that when people are looking at cotton candy they're thinking of poof and that is what the real silver lining and what we just talked about is. That people look at cotton candy and think poof. And that is that is and has always been my goal. That's wonderful. Yeah, it's super cool. So you also do business collaborations, which I, yeah. I, I love. It's, it's really like poof is just this like multifaceted, you do a little bit of everything, which I absolutely adore. Um, you're in Merrill, and one of my favorite stories about how you ended up being in Merrill, yeah. I feel like I have a lot of favorite stories from you, because <laughs> you've done a lot. You've, you've managed to do just some really cool stuff um, just by being yourself and being, yeah. you know, being very strategic about how you do things. So I would say gutsy. There you go. You know, um, I often in those moments where not where nothing really bad can come of a situation. Sure. So, so they tell you no. Yeah. You know, who cares? Right. But um, where nothing can really bad can really come of a situation, I tend to think after. Sure. Um, but if I know that something is heavy, and you know, then I'll think a bunch before, and then end up overanalyzing. But no, these kind of things, I just do 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 do, do waltz in and <laughs> go for it. Uh, it's so good to be bold because it pays off for you so often. I feel. Um, you're in Merrill. Uh, you are the official cotton candy oh, yes. supplier Yay. for Merrill. So, so talk about that. Merrill was great. Um, let's see. They had just opened a couple of weeks prior to me going in the first time. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm eating, drinking at the bar, and I'm seeing, and you know how their kitchen is, their main dining room. You can't see from the bar. and You can't see the kitchen but I'm looking and this sparkler catches my eyes and then lo and behold there's cotton candy on the other end of that plank and I'm like no way there's no way this is too good this is too good so and I'm looking and I'm like that's freshly spun cotton candy and I know that there's no way on earth that they 
are having that freshly spun cotton candy brought in. It's just not possible to pull it from a bag and it look like that. It's not possible. So I get out of my chair and I walk over and they have a cotton candy machine front and center in their open kitchen. So I store the information and I go back to the bar, tell my boyfriend, I'm like, oh my God, I'm coming here on Monday. So I went back to the kitchen spun up some samples, brought them my flavored sugars, brought them the sugar in spun form, and um, went in on Monday and talked, asked for the head chef, and sat down with them and a manager, and we taste tested, and they placed an order. And they said, listen, if you're going to do cotton candy, you cannot do the mass, you know, that, that mass, but you've got to go local. I'm right here. And I've been, we've had a very healthy relationship since then. Um, they order maybe like 32 pounds of sugar every week. Wow. That yeah. is a ton of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bunch. And these are all your proprietary blends yep. that, you know, no one else has access to, just nope. you. Yep. All from me. Love that. And you've done some other collaborations mm-hmm. too. Um, can you, can you talk about some of the other ones you've definitely, done? Definitely. Definitely. My favorite is, um, I can't say favorite, but the most, um, outrageous, cotton candy collaboration has been with District Donuts. A friend of mine from when I worked at Kava, what was Kava on Harrison Avenue, uh, my friend tagged me on Instagram. District Donuts had this post and it had this little cotton candy poof on um, their donut, their seasonal donut. And he tagged me and he said, is this yours? So I slid into District Donuts DMs. (laughs) (laughs) It's one way to do it. (laughs) And I said, you need poof cotton candy. And I, and I said, let me come in for a tasting, for a sampling. And so I went in maybe two days later or so, and I brought them our signature pinwheel. And that's that spiral that you see in our dual colors. It's, it's applied to every flavor, but you can really see the method in the, um, in the two flavors. Uh, but anyway, our, I brought them our signature pinwheel. It was a red cream soda and berry blue swirl. And they put that on top of their donut, tossed in edible sugars and glitters, whipped cradle creamery ice cream, and that pinwheel on top. And it was sensational. That sounds magical. It really was. I called it the Duchess. <laughs> the Duchess the of Duchess Donuts. The Duchess of Donuts, exactly. <laughs> I love that, that so much. That was my, yeah, so cool. That is great. And, you know, District, we, we love those guys at District. We actually um, helped finance... Um, right they're they're building in Elmwood. So, really? Yeah, they're so, killing it. Yeah, they're great. Vegas. I know they're doing wonderful. We love to see that. It's always really hey, good to see something. You can like use that. pinwheels in your Vegas store. <laughs> we'll put in a good word. <laughs> um, so we follow you on Instagram. Seems like you're always at an event. You're constantly out in the world. It's clear that you have become hugely popular in this region. Um, how do people respond to your products? Um, really positively and childlike uh everyone wants to help me create a new flavor and everyone wants you know it just it brings this magical whimsical vibe to every conversation every happening and it's just it's been super cool it's been really cool um the social media love thank you to everyone who's purchased poof you know and liked something on instagram um every little bit is you know, that's all currency in a small business. And it's all that support is just, it's been really cool. I'm, I'm, it makes me so happy to hear that. And you've been, you know, all over the news. You're yeah. a person to watch. You're in the like, 
you're just that's everywhere. That's thanks to you guys. <laughs> that's thanks to Jedco. I think there's somewhere um, where, yeah, that's that's thanks to y'all. Oh, well, we like to hear that. <laughs> um, you, and let's, let's talk about that because okay. you won the 2019 <gasps> Jedco Challenge, which is our annual pitch competition that we have every year for startup companies in Jefferson Parish. Um, it's a little bit like Shark Tank meets American yeah. Idol for those of you that are listening. In case you've never <laughs> been able to to attend this event, we highly recommend it because it's just so much fun. It was um, so much fun. Jean was one of our five finalists um, this year. Um, can you talk about what that process was like for you? It was awesome. Uh, it brought out, so as a small business owner, especially someone who is, I didn't corner a market, I created a market. And so I really don't have any regional competition. And when I first started the business, there was hard, there was a national competition. Um, so for someone who is very competitive and very goal driven and wants to be the best, um, born and bred and very you know high athletics um it's hard to be the only one doing something because who lights your fire you know what lights your fire you see somebody else post something about cotton candy on social that just wasn't happening and so that lit that that competitive uh, that competitive um you know tiny little flame that is now roaring and still roaring it's still carrying through to today and um it was super cool uh i practiced i studied you know i knew my stuff um i knew my you know i knew most of my stuff before going into it but i really refined um i can really talk about my business now i love to hear that and you your pitch was so dynamic and so I mean you had the crowd just rooting for you I mean so really fun. the the crowd vote was such a crucial component to to yeah. you winning that competition and um you know we had we we had the opportunity some of the Jedco staff had the opportunity to watch you in practice this very your, room uh yes oh, and, and in yeah the... yeah I mean mm-hmm. I had seen your pitch a couple of times and every time it got better and to see it on the stage that day was really um inspiring and really you know we we love to see companies that come in and grow throughout yeah. the competition and, and poof definitely did that and you definitely did it that it was so fun and so just invigorating um you know I I it's it's still hard to even put to quantify what that whole process was. And then, you know, to actually take home the grand prize was the cherry on top. Yeah. Um, you know, I knew I had the crowd. Mm-hmm. I knew I had the crowd, but I had some stiff competition. There were some really incredible businesses up there. Um, I love what Endorse is doing. Uh, Rent Check had already won, and I know this because I study my opponents. Um, <laughs> they had already won uh, like a hundred and nine or a hundred seven thousand dollars in like the last ninety, the former ninety days. Um, Athena was great, and then the repurposed food. I just there were some really killer concepts up there when you know, when you're practicing behind the scenes, you're like, yeah, I got this. I got this. I've decided this is mine. And then I get there and I see everyone and I'm like, whoa. And all the the weeks leading up to it, I'd been on everyone's Instagram studying. Mm-hmm. What are they doing? What are they up to? Um, you know, who as that, that athlete I was talking yeah. about watches tape. Yeah. And I was prepared from every angle, but boy, when I got there, I'm like, okay, don't start sweating now. I know it's a little intimidating that <laughs> you're in that big room now. and everyone. Yeah. <laughs> no, you did. You did such a great job. Um, how has winning 
the Jedco Challenge changed your business? Oh, so I came, I won Jedco coming into summer. And I made the ultimate decision to sit on most of that money. Mm. Um, I'm still sitting on most of it, um, a lot of it, um, because I knew that I, I knew that that I couldn't strategically support um, the summer with buying the horizontal flow wrapper, which was the first, which was the original plan. Um, I was lined up to do so. I was talking to some big stores. Um, I was definitely lined up to do so. And going through the trial runs, um, going to going to where the horizontal flow wrapper, the, the manufacturer um, in Houston, I just, I, I did not pull the trigger on it um, because we ran product through. And, you know, we went back and two weeks later it was all collapsed. Mm. And I said, you cannot do this. You know, that would be a huge disservice to what you've just accomplished and, and what and what people have invested mm-hmm. in you, you know. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's – so aside from my original plans, more importantly what it's done, you know, so it's made, it's made me practice patience. Um, that's for a small business to have that kind of injection of cash um, and not use it for the original plan, you know, under the pretenses it was one, you know, and this is pure honesty here. No, you know? I, think, I mean, honestly, um, I, I like to hear that you are thoughtful with how you're using yeah, your money. Yeah, very thoughtful. Um, probably so strategic that I'm afraid to really, you know, pull the trigger on such a big purchase. I mean, that machine was $14,000 mm-hmm. uh, plus setup. Sure. You know, everything that goes into it. Um, but more, you know, what's really awesome about what it's done for my business is the publicity, the notoriety, the brand awareness and recognition. Um, Poof was like a product with this catering thing going on before, you know, and I'm probably being hard on myself. But um, but post-Jedco, post-Jedco Challenge, um, I mean, every people are people are thinking people are thinking poof when they think cotton candy now. Before it was like my close people and my little fifteen hundred followers, and now it's, you know, it's it's becoming citywide. Um, it's been super cool, and the amount of quite honestly free publicity that's come from it. Thank you. I mean, I could. There's not a day in my life right now that I could afford to, um, you know. The publicity that I've gotten for my that that Jedco's got um, gotten for me, it's been it's been really cool. Um, been outrageous, actually. <laughs> well, it's uh, I love seeing it because I'll you know we we have um, media alerts for a lot of the companies that go through our competition and just businesses in general in Jefferson Parish, and that's that's my job, you know, as the PR and marketing person at Jedco. Right. Um, and so I'm always delighted when I see Poof just show up in my media alerts. This is, and you've had such longevity. I feel like a lot of times the Jedco Challenge will get a lot of publicity. Like a pop. Yeah, like right, right at the right after the the winner of the yeah. competition is announced. But you have managed to create this like continual flow of just press and yeah. popularity and excitement. It's really wonderful. It's it's the more you remind, the more somebody sees something, the more they're reminded of it. Um, it's why you don't advertise for one month, you advertise mm. for six months yep. or for a year, you know. Um, the more people see it, the more they're just gonna, it's just gonna start to become a natural thought. Yeah. Um, and I, 
I'd love to be able to say that this was all strategic, the longevity of, of the recognition. Um, there was definitely a pop after JEDCO, but because of JEDCO, if it weren't for JEDCO, I genuinely don't think that I would have been recognized as one of New Orleans Magazine's people to watch. Um, I definitely think JEDCO was that trigger. And um, that, and then it was the fall issue. Mm-hmm. So it reawakened all of this, all of this, um, you know, awareness. And, and then on top of that with New Orleans Magazine's people to watch. Now, um, there was a couple other features and, uh, it's just, it, what's, what was one month has turned into, we're now going on what, six months. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Uh, Three, yeah. 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 <laughs> six and a half <laughs> yes. months of people of it still being talked about. Yeah. Um, I mean, six o'clock news with Kevin Belton the other day. Yes. That's insane. I love That's insane. That. And I love Kevin Belton. Mm. I knew him back from my Kava days. And so to walk in that room, to get that phone call from them, and then to walk in the room and see Kevin Belton, I'm like, this is so cool. You were sitting across <laughs> the bar at me from me at Kava because um, he helped Danny build that menu over mm. there. So he'd always come in and hang out and check on the restaurant. And so... Uh, so I said, I told you I had something, Kevin Belton. <laughs> and so and that was in that was in spring of twenty sixteen. Um, and then yeah, I kind of fell off the map. And so to see him again, he's like, you, you, you. Yeah, I, lo- I, I think all of these stories are just so They're fantastic. So fun. And being being in business for three and a half years, um, and just seeing the success that you've had over that time right. and how you've really taken off in this last you know, this last year. Right. Um, uh, can we talk a little bit? You are based in Jefferson Parish. Yep. Um, what is it? And, you know, sometimes I feel like people might not be able to say that they can compare it to anything because if you're just in Jefferson Parish. How would you yeah, know? How would you know? Well, but I can answer that question What has your experience sure. been doing business in Jefferson? Uh, so, so I would say I feel like I have a bunch of partners without having to have partners, which is – Really cool. Um, lots of there's a lot of advocates, ambassadors, if you will, people who are constantly trying to help. Um, in addition, education. I would say from, you know, from the from JPSO to Jedco to you know, um, I ran into um, Fat Boys Pizza one day, and I said, oh my gosh, you know. And so everyone is so willing to help and advise and you know, give you their connections. It's like going to those, um, those breakfast meetings where it's like the networking groups, the B B and I, I, whatever. (laughs) I don't know, but it's like always being at one of those breakfast Mm. breakfasts. Um, so it's been, uh, it's been really cool. Just the intertwining of relationships. It's, it's been really, what kind of advice would you have for entrepreneurs coming up the ranks? Uh, so I'd maybe circle back to the very beginning of, of this session to not giving up. Um, you're going to have bad days. I mean, the life of an entrepreneur is like, I think there's a meme about it. Oh, yeah, I'm on top of the world. Oh, my God, this is awful. Okay, it's getting better. No, it's totally horrible. And it's like this <laughs> extreme highs and extreme lows. And guess what? You and every other entrepreneur. It's just the way it goes, you know, and then if you add employees and, you know, the people put food on their tables because of you, um, you know, you, I would say just expect it and then figure out how to like a hobby or something, (laughs) go do something, go for a walk, you know, 
so the sun sets and it rises again and you're doing it again tomorrow <laughs> that, is, that is great advice it really is i mean just not giving up yeah. just and expect it mm-hmm. expect it you know you're gonna have the lows with the highs but right that's what makes it so you know what is the rain can't have a rainbow without rain <laughs> so <laughs> very true you know it's yeah cliche but so very true mm-hmm. um well, you have been such a success. We've been, you know, it's we're we're so proud of to see your success here at Jedco. Um, but this is really just the beginning. Um, you know, you've you have a lot coming up. There are some I things do. that you're working on. I what do. is on the horizon for Poof Cotton uh, Candy? Well, Poof is um, using the blends. Um, using using the flavors in their simplest form is on the horizon for poop in addition to you know to staying where we're at with packaging and catering I actually have a couple cute little carts coming out so um, for our live action stations Uh, yeah so um, and then I also have another um, another sweets endeavor coming out soon Um, I'll I'll let you know when it's ready for launch yeah yeah. And we we're very excited. I think you gave us a little bit of a we had talked on the, the phone, teaser. and I'm very excited. So there is some really really um, good things coming yeah. from the brain of Jean O'Leary, oh. um, and that's you know we just love to see that you were continuous continuously innovating and just doing really great yeah. cool work here in Jefferson Parish. Um, are there any questions that I haven't asked now that we've been talking for? 38 minutes. Oh, yay. See, time just flies with you. Oh, well, thank you. you. Same. I know. I was like, oh, that's a lot longer than I thought. conversation is so, like, smooth. Well, it's just so much fun to listen to your stories. I think we covered it all. I mean, you're you're thoroughly impressive. And, (laughs) you know, and I just love sitting and talking with you because, I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. Well, same. It's fun and it makes me feel good. Same. Yeah. Well, we, like I said, we're so proud of what you have done. We are so excited to see what's next. Um, and come back anytime. Hey. I can't wait to, to hear, to hear hey. more stories about how, what you're doing. So yeah. um, thank you. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule because I know you are busy. So thanks for having me. We appreciate Anything you being for you on the guys. show. Oh, well, thank right. you. Push it all around. <laughs> yes. Love all guys. around, right? Yeah. Like, right. <laughs> that works. So um, thanks for having me. Thank you. It was a treat. A very special thanks to Jean for taking time out of her busy schedule to be a part of the show. Jean has become a real friend to Jedco over the last few months, and we are delighted to see her progress as she continues to grow and make major strides on her business. Every Thursday, we will release new episodes of the Jefferson Parish Pulse. This season, we're highlighting the manufacturers that have helped to make this area a hub for business and innovation. To hear the latest episodes, please subscribe to Jefferson Parish Pulse on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. If you like what you hear, feel free to give us a good rating or leave a comment on the episode. All of that helps other people find our show and enjoy it too. Of course, we will be sharing links to all of our episodes on our social media platforms. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Jedco underscore news and on Facebook at Jefferson Parish Economic Development. You can also visit our website at Jedco.org. And we want to hear from you. If you have feedback about the show or if you'd like to recommend a guest, please email me at kscram at Jedco.org.
Thanks so much for listening and happy Halloween. What is your favorite flavor of cotton candy? Toss up between spearmint or the grapefruit. So good. I don't think I've had either of those flavors. They're more of my freshly spun flavors. Okay. I'm not packaged, but I'll bring you some. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, (laughs) I I like that. Um, Favorite way you pair, and I probably should precursor this by saying that you pair cotton candy with drinks, sometimes alcoholic beverages. So um, what's your favorite way to pair cotton candy with a drink? Um, French 75. Ooh. Take the simple syrup out, put poof in. Oh, that is fun. Yeah, it's just sugar, guys. Chill out. <laughs> you know, it's just sugar. Um, so anywhere there's simple syrup, replace it with poof cotton candy. That's amazing. Um, best way to use your proprietary sugar blend? A sugar rimmer on a what martini. That? Okay. Oh, yeah. that sounds Whatever really cocktail. good. Yeah. yeah, super good. Oh, my gosh. A little spearmint sugar around a mint julep, because mint juleps are already sweet, yeah. you know. Um, let's see, a little lemon sugar around a lemon drop. So that's great. I'd say booze, booze it up. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, what is your most popular flavor? The unicorn. Unicorn. What flavor is that anyway? But, um, it's white cake, cotton candy with edible glitter and fruity pebbles. It's delicious. It is. so good. Most popular, followed by cookies and cream. That makes sense. That one is really good, too. They're all so good. I could not pick, honestly. Um...